Hello and welcome to episode 56 of the Dictionary of Moments podcast. My name is Jason Geary. I'm your author, reader and host. Settle back in. Let's read some stories. old day here in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, the sun is out, but the clouds are zooming across the sky with the force of the wind behind them. The trees are scraping up against the building, and uh, it's quite lovely, I must say, to have a purifying aggressive breeze. Um, things are looking good here in Melbourne, Australia. As you know, we've been under strict lockdown, and today, we had zero new cases of coronavirus and zero new, uh, zero deaths. Uh, and I don't think we've had a death for the last seven days as well. So I hope that things, uh, in your part of the world take a turn or are as good as they are here. We have, uh, this is a hard fought victory for us here in Melbourne, Australia. We've been in severe lockdown for a very long time and are looking forward to having some of these restrictions lifted very soon. Um, so with that excitement hanging in the air, announcements to be made tomorrow here in Melbourne, Australia, I hope that wherever you are in the world, uh, you are being safe um, and your government gives a shit <laughs> about um, about coronavirus and caring for their citizens. Um, and uh, look, if you know, you're locked up, you're in... Uh, confinement or you've had to self-isolate, why not listen to some stories? Uh, and here are three for you. Assistant Noun, a person who helps in particular work. Assistant. I'm the main event, but not who they come to see. My job is to fold myself up and wait inside a box for 43 minutes until it is time to amaze you. I go into a meditative state. I have to. Otherwise, it's 43 minutes of my head on my stomach, listening to me digest lunch. There's a little space in here that even if I have a couple of extra bites, the balance is off. There's such discipline to have the privilege of being locked in this case. The simple fact is, I'm replaceable. You'd think there wouldn't be too many people wanting a job like this. There are. Still for 42 minutes... Then I have to wiggle and get the blood back into my legs. When I hear the case click, I have two seconds to stand and smile. 
Then the lights hit me in the face and a collective gasp echoes through the theatre. I look towards the magician and he offers me a wink, an acknowledgement of a good job. I smile and am pushed off stage. Job done. Tomorrow is a day off, so tonight is pasta night. Purgatory, noun, a place or state of suffering inhabited by the souls of sinners who are expiating their sins before going to heaven. Purgatory. Pardon me, did you say I was dead? Yes, sir, just now. It was quite sudden. Please don't be alarmed. Uh, how? Well, sir, you were hit by a car. You walked out into the road without looking. Well, you were looking at your phone. It's very common. But there was nothing coming. I looked both ways. She scrolled up her tablet. Nope, you were hit by a bus. Electric. We're getting a bunch of these recently. They don't make as much noise as other buses. You should have looked both ways with your eyes, not your ears. But I did. Sir, there's no point arguing with me. You're dead now. There's nothing anyone can do about it. The simple fact that you are standing here is all the evidence I need that you didn't really look. Do you agree? I looked around. Where am I? Heaven? Ah, no, we can't just let someone with your record into heaven. My record? What does that mean? Well, sir, it says here that you are a lapsed Catholic. Yeah, but once a Catholic, always a Catholic, right? Correct, sir. However, simply being a Catholic doesn't qualify you for entry into heaven. Uh, We have a process. Please, follow me. She led me down a long corridor, with doors spaced evenly every 15 metres on both sides. I tried to listen to what was happening behind each as I walked by. We walked for what seemed like a day I didn't feel tired, hungry, or impatient. You know, the normal things that you would feel walking down an infinite corridor. In fact, I didn't feel anything except a mild burst of contentment. Even if I wanted to object, I couldn't. She stopped suddenly outside a door that looked just like all the others. It had no markings or numbers, but somehow she seemed to know that it was mine. And here we are, Jason. This is where you'll be spending purgatory. The lesson you learn or fail to learn in this room will determine your fitness to enter the kingdom of heaven. There will be a test at the end, so please take note. A test? I wanted to feel anxious, but couldn't. What do I have to do? I'm not going to be tortured, am I? Oh, no, she laughed. You're not in hell yet. All of that depends on how you go here. With that, she opened the door. I walked into a living room that I'd had in a student house during uni. So many great memories here. Parties, friends, play, first kisses, first breakups. This is my share house from uni. It is where we determined you'd be the most comfortable. You need to settle in. 
we find it gives an improved chance to pass the test. This is a perk for being Christian, even non-practicing. She gestured to the TV. Once I leave, you will need to watch back every mistake you have ever made in your life and the ripples and ramifications of each. You will be tested at the end. She started to close the door. Wait, 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 wait. What what do I have to do? What? Relive every mistake you have ever made and witness their consequences. Oh, how long will that take? 47 years. Don't worry. She shushed me as I tried to interrupt her. The only thing you will need to be able to feel in here is guilt and empathy. It'll go by in a flash, trust me. You won't even feel the time. Actually, time doesn't really exist or mean anything here. It's an abstract concept that you are yet to relinquish. You will. She checked her tablet again. Oh, you have some doozies in here. Big mistakes. All right, well, you should get started. The quicker you do, the quicker you'll be done. She pulled the door closed. The room dimmed. And the TV flickered on. There I was, a small boy in brown corduroy pants and a red and orange T-shirt, throwing a tantrum in a shopping centre because I wasn't allowed to go on a ride. My grandmother had her head in her hands, rubbing her temple. It cut to her in her kitchen, talking to my grandfather about what a brat I was and how she wanted to see my mother less because of me. Oof. This was going to be excruciating. Limoncello, noun, a lemon-flavoured Italian liqueur, limoncello. It's late. Well, after 1am, I'm in a restaurant that shows no interest in closing. Punters are still arriving from other places looking for tables. I'm full of delicious pasta, waiting at the counter to pay. I've learned that you don't eat dinner here until after 11 huge plates of pasta just before midnight. (laughs) I couldn't be happier. The owner speaks to me in Italian. I shrug with an apologetic look on my face. My Italian friend steps in for support. The owner repeats himself. I'm trying to count my euros ready to pay. To my surprise, he's not asking for money. He's asking me if I want an espresso followed by a limoncello to close out the meal. He looks expectant. Everyone waiting looks at me and nods. Okay, I say. I walk over to the bar where lines of espresso are poured into tiny cups, which are partnered by slightly taller, frosted shot glasses. The owner talks at me again, pride written on his face. Fabio translates for me. He says this is his family's limoncello recipe, a closely guarded secret for centuries. It seems almost every family has a secret for limoncello, and each is more proud of it than the last. Is espresso at 1am advisable, I ask. Andrea joined us at the bar. He heard my question on approach. The espresso is to wake us up after the meal, then the limoncello 
is to calm it down. You'll be asleep by one thirty. We pick up our tiny espresso cups and drink, bitter and thick, and as soon as the tiny cups hit the table, we pick up our shot glass, the owner included, and we bring our glasses together. Cheers, salute. We drink. The sweet lemon flavour cuts across the bitterness like an incoming tide, slow, steady, and a little overwhelming. Sour faces turn to smiles as we all make eye contact, then put down our glasses. While I was drinking, one of the guys paid for my dinner. Fabio puts an arm around my shoulder and smiles. It's a perfect little ritual that makes me feel like I belong. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed those stories. I got a little warm fuzzy at the end of that last one. It is, in fact, a true story uh, of a late night uh, dinner one time in Milan with some improviser friends of mine. Uh, and it still makes me feel the warm fuzzies. And I hope it made you feel that too. I wonder what sort of rituals you've experienced around the world with other people uh, that made you feel at home. Um, well, write it in, share that. Uh, you can join the Dictionary of Moments community on, uh, Facebook. There's a page there. Uh, you can hit me up at jason at dictionaryofmoments.com. Uh, and I will have an email, uh, on that. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Dictionary of Moments has a Patreon. You can head over there to support the podcast. The other thing you can do, of course, is tell a friend. Uh, about the podcast and to get them to tune in. Thank you for tuning in this week. And uh, I will see you again next week for more stories. Check out the Heartstrings Project on Spotify uh, because this is their beautiful music. Talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs>